everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Clean Simple Free podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox, and this week we're discussing how to live with someone who is not a minimalist. Stick around and we'll dive into it right after the break. This episode was inspired by a question from a listener. Jennifer from Canada wrote, Do you have any tips for situations where a partner or housemate wants to reduce the clutter, but their partner just doesn't get it or isn't motivated to do the same? What if they say they're on board, but their actions are the opposite? He means well, but I'm a lot more affected by my surroundings and space, so I'm the first to notice clutter. So Jennifer, great question, and this is far from the first time I've heard this question. I used to get this all the time, especially on my YouTube channel. If you are one of the many people frustrated by your partner's possessions, your children's belongings, or even your housemate's stuff, you are not alone. My fiancé isn't minimal either, so I definitely know the feeling. Especially when first starting a minimalist journey, it's really easy to fixate And it's really hard to try to get all your things orderly while simultaneously being overwhelmed by other people's clutter who live in the home. In Jennifer's situation, her partner says that he likes the idea of minimalism. He's open to it, so that is a great start right there. The reason he may not act on it could be that he simply doesn't know how to help or where to start. So if you have a partner or a roommate like this, someone who is open to decluttering, you might just need to help motivate them properly. So there are a couple of really easy ways to do this. Explain what you want to do, why you're doing it, and how they can help. I know this is self-explanatory, but I'd like to break it down just a little bit. By explaining what you want to do, you can provide clarity and a little bit of background instead of just saying, hey babe, I'm taking all this stuff to charity and I think we should get rid of half our dishes. So whether you want to call it clutter-free living or minimalism, explain that you just simply want to get rid of extra things around your house that you don't need. If they're open to reading an article about it or watching a documentary, even better. Not necessary, but anything that can help is great. So next, make your why, and I'm putting that in air quotes even though you can't see me, but make your why known. Tell your partner that you feel like it will help you keep up with the cleaning. If your goal is to think more clearly, or if you feel like owning fewer things will help you feel less stressed, then share that part of your life and your mind with them. And finally, if they are on board like Jennifer's partner, tell them how they can help you to take actionable steps. So for example, if you're sorting through a dresser drawer, invite them to join you for a few minutes. Just ask if they'd like to skim through their own dresser and see if there's anything that they don't need or don't want any longer. They may say no, and that's fine, or they may join you. So another option is to bring a small amount of possessions for them to sort through. 
So for another example, if you are folding the laundry and you run across a really beat up looking shirt of theirs, ask them if they want to let it go. I used to let a small pile of items accumulate in my man's side of the closet. Uh, So I'd ask him about like four or five items that I had kind of tucked away because I wanted to get several out of the way at once. And sometimes he kept it all. And sometimes he got rid of several items. So you never know. If your partner has zero interest in being minimal, I know that that can be difficult. You may look at your side of the closet or your possessions in general and find yourself annoyed or even a little bit upset at the sheer amount of stuff that still feels, I guess, cluttery is the best word for it. But ultimately, you cannot force anyone into minimizing. It's important to focus on your own items. Ask about items in shared spaces, sure. If you want to talk about the amount of toiletries that are out on a counter, go for it. But let go of that need for control. If you're taking care of your own things, it will make you feel lighter and more clean and freer in your home anyway. So acknowledge that your partner or your roommate's things are their things which you have no control over. So the best you can do is just worry about yourself, worry about your own stuff, and just focus on that for starters. So in the past, when my fiance was my boyfriend, I lived with him and his roommate, and they both went out of town to visit their families for Christmas, and I was alone at the house. And so I went through and I organized every single thing. I organized my roommate's craft supplies. I like straightened up bookshelves. I dusted. I cleaned up our little bar area. And I did all of this work and all of this stuff. I didn't get rid of anything, but I was so happy and so pleased with how organized everything looked that I was just elated by it because I was new to my minimalist journey. And when they came home, you know, guess what? Everything got resituated. There were still messes. And that's going to happen. That's going to happen with kids. That's going to happen with partners. That's going to happen with housemates, flatmates, or roommates, whatever you wish to call them. But if you just focus on yourself then you will not find that kind of frustration. And there are also a lot of workarounds you can do. Like, okay, so my fiance isn't the most minimal. He's clean, which is great, but like, and he's open to organizing. But if there is a box of keepsakes that he wants to keep, I will place them all into a box and push them onto his side of the closet and that's his stuff to deal with and I can put it out of my mind. It takes time, it takes conditioning yourself, it takes effort, but it's more of a mental thing, I think, than anything. So if you just focus on your own stuff and figuring out a way to peacefully find common ground I think it'll work out just fine. I'd like to interject one last thing before we start to wrap up here. My fiance actually reminded me of this when I was working on this episode 
When I first started my minimalist journey, like six years ago, we had a very large walk-in closet and I had spent hours, I had spent days working on all the stuff in my side of the closet. I had decluttered and sorted and organized and tidied so many things and filled up so many trash bags of things to take to charity. And when I was like, hey baby, check out what I did, he was like, oh my gosh, I need to take care of my side of the closet. And guess what? He actually did. A lot of it was tidying, but he did end up getting rid of a lot of different things. And he's always been cool with my minimalist mindset. He understood what I was trying to pursue, but he doesn't care. You know, he doesn't feel the need to be a minimalist. And he does tend to have a attachment, an attachment to items in a sentimental way. So that was really cool to just lead by example. So in Jennifer's case, her partner is open to it and willing to accept it. So if my fiance can get on board with it and you have someone who's there in your home who's willing to also be on board already, all you have to do is really just focus on your own things and the rest will follow. And if it doesn't, that is out of your control and it's totally not up to you and you just need to give that up and let it go just like you would with anything else you're decluttering just let go of that control another point is if you have children getting them to sort through their toys and clothes is a great idea to implement for more on this take a listen to adeline in episode 44 for some excellent parenting tips specifically designed to help teach your kids how to sort through their items, and also how to avoid family and friends giving your children too many toys and focusing more on experience-based gifts. So it's a great interview. You should totally listen if you're a parent. This is the way my mom taught me, and it has definitely shaped me into who I am today and how I handle organizing. But the bottom line is living with less is going to resonate with some people and not others. That is a fact. Some people love their collections, like let's say it's DVDs. If you have gotten rid of most of your DVDs in favor of streaming services, yet someone that you live with loves their DVDs, leave it be. Some people are more sentimentally attached to their items than others. You can teach your kids how to organize. You can talk to your partner about decluttering. You can approach your roommates about the topic, but the truth is you cannot force this. Look after yourself. Sort through your own items. Change your shopping habits and you'll find a peaceful middle ground that you are content with. All right, that wraps up this week's episode. Next week, we've got an interview with Marcy Zaroff. She is a pioneer for the eco-friendly movement ever since the 90s. She does just absolutely amazing things in the slow fashion industry and for the planet overall. So you definitely don't want to miss this interview. Reach out to me anytime on Instagram or by emailing me at the links below. 
give me a five-star rating and review if you enjoy this podcast. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. Take care and I'll see you next week.